So three pack on uh, the art of following up. Um, I think <laughs> is that an art or, or I mean, does anybody do it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, I guess I should just start. I could start with number one. Just do it. Yeah, just right? do it. <laughs> just do it. Just follow up. Um, but number one, I think it's very important. Is is I think you know when you're looking down the road and, and you and you have a new client, you have a new prospect, um, you know, there will be follow-up, hopefully. But first impression is everything. And I think for a lot of us, we don't, we kind of just do what every other agent is doing. And they say first impressions are everything. And I, and I truly believe first impressions are everything. I mean, it's not going to take long for someone to determine whether they want to work with you, whether it's they talking with you over the phone, uh, they meet you um, somewhere. But anyway, so it's not about, and this is the, this is the key thing, and especially anytime that you're following up, anytime that you're reaching out to a client or you're talking to a client, you have to remember it's not about what you are selling. Um, if, if, it, if you make it about what you are selling, then you are just a sales agent. You're And you're like 60,000 of us that have our, our real estate licenses, but it's about meeting their needs. Don't be like the other agents. Always focus on what makes you different. I mean, you know, we all, we all can do the same things. We all got super keys. We can all <laughs> we all have access to thousands and thousands and thousands of listings on the MLS. We all do the we all do a bunch of things. But what makes you different? Uh, is it that you are an agent for life? Is it that you're you know you're you're considering and take into account uh, that that whatever purchase that they have or whatever house that they're selling that this is this is their future. This is their investment. This is their retirement or whatever the case is. It really becomes down to your focus and your angle and how you approach these people. And we always talk, Todd, and we, we say it all the time, but focus on stories. Um, you know, when you're when you're meeting someone for the very first time or if I'm meeting someone for the first time and they're trying to sell me on something, when they start going into stories, you know, it's like I, uh, you know, had the, um, the solar guys come by my house yesterday, uh, you know, and right away, these guys were actually pretty good uh, just talking about my neighbors and what my neighbors have done, how my neighbors have bought and how much money that they're saving. They got right into the stories now as an agent. And I know better when it comes down to solar panels. <laughs> yeah. You know, th this is, this is so true because, you know, it, there's a comment, George Washington Carver had a quote and it said, when ordinary people do common things in an uncommon way, they command the attention of the world. And that's your job is to command the attention of your client, command the attention of your sphere of influence, uh, com command the attention of people who don't know you yet. Uh, but first impression is really where it's all about. So stop selling. I mean, in some instances, we want to understand we want to be great at selling, but being great at selling is not having a sales pitch. Being great at selling is being able to convert people from the decision that they're thinking or maybe thinking of doing something into actually doing it. And so, it, you know, it's one of those things. But I, I would just say that, you know, if you're all nervous back at home because you, you don't like calling people or talking to people on the phone, uh, you know, it, it's one of these things. It, it's it's going to be just about that old fashioned saying is they won't care what you know until they know that you care. And all that is, is constant repetition, communication over and over and over again. But first impressions, Mike, you're right on the right on the money. It's not about pitch. It's about telling the story of how you help somebody else. Yeah. And I would recommend, too, for those of you that are getting Zillow leads, um, I, I would re, you know, your next three or four calls that you make, I'd record yourself. And go back and, and listen to it and, and, and see what your pitch is. Do you sound like everybody else? What kind of questions That's are you asking? Are you even asking questions? Or are you just telling people and, and right away trying to trying to lock down the deal? I wish it was that simple. Yeah. But it's not that simple. So first impressions are everything. Um, all right. So that's weird. But anyway, so uh, use the fright 
fright. Use the right frequency and right format. Um, don't overdo it and don't stalk your clients. This <laughs> is, I mean, when you're when you're talking about follow up and you're talking about frequency, there there's an art to that in itself, and and there's a strategy to that in itself. I mean, you can't overdo it. I mean, you will turn people off, but yet also you have to find the right frequency because if you don't follow up at all, then you don't stand a, stand a shot. But I always say, just don't stalk. Determine when they want to be followed That's, up on. Uh, uh, find out when would be a good time for me to follow up with you. Uh, and, and don't ask if you can follow up with them. Give them options. Right. Give them options because you know you try to eliminate the the yes and no questions because they will they will look for the escape and they will tell you no. And pick the right format. How do they want to be communicated with? That is something that I always discuss with people. What is the what is the best mode? Do you you know some people want to be called. Okay, I'm one of those guys. I don't want to be called. Text me or email me. Okay, I'm just that way. So if you keep calling me, I'm not going to probably answer my phone. But you have a better shot at getting a hold of me if you send me a text or or email. And don't forget about social media. Social media is becoming a huge, oh, huge medium to communicate with clients out there. All the social media platforms have some sort of instant messaging uh, capabilities. And and so I communicate. I mean, I just have some people that they just won't get back to me for the life of you know me. They won't. They won't respond to anything, but boy, if I reach out to them via social media, they're always on social media and they'll get back to me. So be very strategic when you do it. Be very selective on the frequency and the right and pick the right format. You know, Mike Hofstetter and I were out at uh, Surprise and and on Friday at the office meeting and uh, have at Brenda's meeting actually uh, the team meeting CTL meeting. And one of the questions that you know came up was exactly that. You know, what about social media? And I think a lot of people have forgotten that it's multi pronged. It's not just one vehicle. But social media came up and, and the topic that day was this, you know, before you call your client or the person that you're going to be calling, double check, see what's going on in their life on social media. It might give you some ideas of how to have a conversation Fantastic. about what's going on in their life. We right get a now. ding right there for that. That's you know, beautiful. I think it's, it just made sense and it, and it came up. It wasn't anything that we, you know, strategized about. We just happened to be having a conversation and, and some people were explaining that, you know, they're a little uncomfortable when they go to pick up the phone to call somebody. They really just don't know what to talk about. And the thought was, well, people have a tendency to show, I mean, some people where they just had coffee, but other people, you know, when something happens in their life, a milestone or something, they published it on Facebook. It's just, it's a kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, that's, what a great research tool. Absolutely. And you can Simple. learn a lot about people. On, on, yeah, and you can even learn whether you even want to work with them. There you go. That's true. That's true. Uh, I did have a question come in about uh, what do I use to record myself on the phone? Uh, there's a lot of great uh, digital recorders out there that you can hook up to your cell phones. Mm -hmm. And um, and so it'll just record just the conversation. Check the app. Yeah, yeah, go to the App Store. Or go to the App Store. I haven't actually used something on my phone to record myself, but I'm, uh, I'm old school. I use yeah. digital recorders. And then a third thing is is focus on breaking down barriers. Don't give up when you hit a wall. Just because they are not getting back to you uh, does not necessarily mean you don't stand a shot. Um, you know, you pick the the frequency, you pick the format, you keep at it, and until people you know tell me absolutely no, they are not interested, and in, and in, and maybe I'll even force them into using an ex you know, a bad word to tell me, you know, so, you know, I'm slow. I need to get the message. Uh, then, then you continue to reach them because how many times have we found that, you know, clients aren't, especially when we're, we're working with new prospects, they're not very responsive up front until they're ready to go. And they'll tend, they'll tend to pick the agent that's consistent and consistently follows up with them. So don't give up when you hit a wall, 
Put yourself in their shoes. How do you feel when you get sales calls? See, that's a big thing. I mean, we make sales calls, but then yet when someone calls us, a sales call, we're rude. We don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Well, the people that you're calling are in the same boat. And back to Zillow and Truly and Realtor.com, these people don't know that they're about to get calls from four agents. Exactly. So you got to put yourself in their shoes because that might determine um, how you open up the conversation and, and give them what they want. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and another thing to think about, too, is you're trying in that in that delicate balance between sales pitch and, and you know, a little bit kind of touching back what we talked about a moment ago and and conversation you know a lot of times you obligate people by just having conversation time is obligation time is money the more time you spend with people the more obligated they are to want to do business with you but that that also works with top of mind but I think the biggest thing here is remember that it's not all you're not always trying to get the person that called in on your listing it's not just about getting them to buy from you. It's about creating a long-term relationship where hopefully they'll buy from you multiple times, or if they don't buy from you this time, they'll buy from you maybe next time because of the way you handled yourself and the way you treated them. On the other hand, remember that every person you talk to is going to come in contact with five people this year that are ready, willing, and able to buy a home. And if you try to go for the juggler and you try to convert somebody before they're ready to be converted, you're going to lose the opportunity, not only at them, but the potential five people they're going to bump into in the next 12 months. Yeah. So when you go back to when somebody calls you uh, and they're trying to sell something to you, what is what could they possibly do and what could they possibly say um, to get you to open up your mind to possibly listening to them? And, and you know, when you figure out what that is and you in return try to do the same thing when you call people. I had back to the, uh, the, um, the solar guys that came to my house yesterday. Very, very smooth. Uh, you know, and he just started talking about it. And I just said, well, hey, you know, we're getting ready to move. So the last thing I want to do is put solar panels. And he's like, man, why do always the cool people in the neighborhood move, want to move? How do you know I'm cool? But I feel cool. I look good. Maybe that's why. Hey, face for radio. 